Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in West Carroll, Morehouse, East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. Today, we have Dennis Burns and Bruce Garner and myself, Kylie Miller, and we're excited to be here on a Monday before Thanksgiving and uh, tell you all about some upcoming meetings. Um, So the first one we wanted to talk about, and I'll let Bruce cover this one, was the um, sweet potato meeting coming up. Yeah, um, we've got on... December the 6th coming up is the state sweet potato growers meeting. It's in Alexandria at the um, State Vac Center. Um, we've got a new a new um, sweet potato specialist, uh, Cole Gidry. I think it's Dr. Cole Gidry now. Um, we'll be we'll be oh, Gregory. Doing, Gregory, I'm sorry. I got y'all have to, <laughs> <Yeah, excuse Kurt. laughs> you have to y'all have to excuse me. My my daughter got married this weekend in Memphis and <laughs> I had daddy duties and let's just say daddy's back back to work and um the wedding is over with so you're tired <laughs> and I'm tired yeah um so I, I if if I'm tongue-tied a little bit today and or or, or, or get confused it's because senility and tiredness are catching <laughs> up well um, you wrote you probably wrote a pretty good check too so that that well good. that's uh, that, that, that uh, Let's just say I'm thinking of commercial fishing now. The river's low, <laughs> and I, I figure commercial fishing license and that and my boat, um, I probably can catch some catfish. Um, yeah. So if anybody, you know, guide white perch, if you buy the bait, I'll take you fishing and put gas in the boat for me, and I will. I'll, <laughs> I'll take you white perch fishing. <laughs> anyway, sorry guys. Um, this swim table meeting uh, is December the sixth. Uh, it's a pretty good meeting if anybody growing sweet potatoes. Also, is kind of getting ready, gearing up for the National Sweet Potato Growers Meeting that's in New Orleans um, in January. So if anybody is a potato producer that listens to us, um, you want more information on National Sweet Potato Growers Meeting in New Orleans, um, give us a shout. Uh, do a Google search. It'll come up the co- convention will come up on these um, as a website, really neat, neat, really good presentations. Uh, talking about growing potatoes in the South is, is always neat. Um, that's the, the the first one I know of. Um, I think um, there's Mississippi, Mississippi short course is coming up, Dennis, and that's um, yes, that now. is the 4th through the 6th, December 4th through the 6th. Um, it's a really good meeting. Uh, the agenda is now online. Um, it's it's got some really good speakers. They cover a wide variety of topics. They also they have a it's pretty neat. I guess it's become their signature thing. On Tuesday night, I think it's Tuesday night. They do steak and shrimp meal supper, and they feed everybody. Um, I don't know if registration is ended yet or not. There's a cutoff date for registration. It doesn't cost you anything. If you register for a certain day, it doesn't cost anything. If after that, I think it's like is a minimal fee to go. Um, but I've been. Uh, it's 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 a very good meeting. You learn. It's always very uh, very good speakers, and you learn some stuff. You pick up some things. So. 
All right. Well, the next meeting we have uh, coming up is our, I guess, our regional winter meeting that we usually do, and it's uh, going to be at the Vidalia Conference and Convention Center um, here on the riverfront, um, and that's going to be December 7th, and the uh, meeting is titled Ag Issues from 2023, and um, we have we have a pretty good setup of speakers, I think. It's kind of ranging from different different topics. Um, David Mosley's going to talk about the extreme heat and drought on soybeans. And uh, we're also bringing in uh, Dr. Glenn Gentry uh, to talk about the feral hog bait. And um, we have two speakers from Mississippi State coming, um, Zach Reynolds and um, trying to remember the um Dave Dave Spencer's the other guy. D yes, Dave Spencer coming to speak. So we'll have more than just the usual that we typically have. Um we also have uh Bobby Skeens coming and he's gonna give us a farm bill update. So um if y'all can be here it's gonna start around 8 30 and we're gonna try to be done uh right at lunch but we got a pretty stacked schedule so come join us and um and I guess learn about some some of those topics um let's see what the next one was flipping through my calendar all right so the next one's going to be the tri-state yeah tri-state soybean forum uh, that's always a good meeting it, it's mm -hmm. it's louisiana arkansas and mississippi um we put we put that meeting on we're hosting it in louisiana this year um it's going to be at the the new black bear conference center there just north of delhi um brand new facility super nice facility um gonna have uh, 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 what well, I think we put together a pretty good uh, panel of speakers. We got um, Mr. Brian Bro from Louisiana Farm Bureau. We're going to be talking about H2A worker program and some of the updates coming out of that program. Um, we've got uh, heat stress talking about time, irrigation timing and heat stress. Uh, Dr. Trent Irby out of Mississippi uh, Extension is going to be there. United Soybean Board and Feed Grain Board is going to be giving kind of an update of the market. I mean, there's a lot going on in the market right now um, with the river down. Um, I mean, there's, I know guys are already looking at next year. Um, there's a lot to, to wrapped up into that. Um, mm -hmm. Another good one, I think, presentation, I think it's got a lot of interest is electronic grading. Um, a lot of talk this year, you know, I'm not going to say complaints, but, you know, a lot of talk about grading. Um, Got, got a guy at LSU, um, one of the engineers, looking at electronic grading of beans. USDA has not ex accepted that yet, but you know, you got to start somewhere. And, and this is going to be, I think, a neat thing to have this guy talk about electronic grading and see where we go. We've got our state specialists from the three states, Dr. David Mosley, Dr. Jeremy Ross, and Dr. Trent Irby from Mississippi, talking about uh, kind of the, give a, a, a wrap up of the season, the soybean season in the different states. Um, which is always neat to hear, you know, especially when you hear the guy from Mississippi say we had the same problems that we had here in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. um, I guess there's there's pain, you know, comfort in numbers and pain. I don't know. Um, yeah, but we got Mr. Mr. Rusty Rumley out of the National Agricultural Law Center, um, University of Arkansas, be talking about solar panels um, and some of the considerations for solar panels. And I, we may even get him to broaden that out a little bit to talk about um, wind wind turbines. Because I, I I went went up to, to Memphis <laughs> this weekend. Um, and I don't know if any of y'all have been up 61 Highway 61 going through, you know, Clarksdale, Cleveland, on up to Tunica. 
there we right before you get to the miss the Helena turnoff right after that on the east side of 61 they're putting in a windmill uh wind turbine farm um i'm driving along looking at all running off the road looking at the the, the windmills uh and you know i, I just something you like what in the world is that you know country come town so it was really kind of interesting that, that we're beginning to see some wind turbines. So, you know, even here in North Louisiana, I've got a, in one of my, in Morehouse Parish, we've got some uh, a talk of a wind turbine farm going in. Anyway, I think uh, Mr. Rumley is going to be there to talk about some of, some of the things involved with some of these long-term leases mm -hmm. with these renewable energy companies. We've got um, uh, again, Dr. Glenn Gentry talking about the feral hog bait, bait control. Um, you know, we get a lot of questions about when is it going to be available? So, mm -hmm. and then we got lunch. So, you know, come eat. We got good food. <laughs> that's on the fifth, right? That's Bruce? on that's on January fifth. Um, that's the know, first if, Friday in January. Correct, first Friday in January. If the weather's warm, the deer aren't moving. Y'all come on out. If it stays dry, the ducks aren't flying. Of course, if you got water, you anyway. Um, maybe a good day to come out. You know, don't you know? Sitting in a duck blind, looking at the gray sky, but that's that's the the January tenth. The next January the twelfth, the next week is Ag Expo there in West Monroe. Um, that's always a neat neat show. Um, that'll be going on starting the Friday the twelfth. Uh, I think our doors open at two, and uh, Saturday the thirteenth. Um, doors open at nine, run to four. Um, will be there the accent will be there and then vendors i got actually have a meeting today with the agribusiness council to kind of look at uh booth spaces and what we've got you know who's going to be there always a pretty good show and i think the next one after that dennis that's y'all's uh the digital ag conference yeah but we didn't you miss what about michael delaberto's oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that one's going to be, we got to save the date for that one. So um, that one's going to be January 10th. Uh, that one's going to be called the Louisiana Agricultural Outlook Forum. Um, and it's going to be at the State Evac Shelter in Alexandria. And um, I'm sure we'll get more information about that as we get a little closer. But yeah. Michael Delaberto is a good speaker and always something to learn from what he what he puts together. Mm -hmm. So, um, but save that one on your calendar, January 10th in Alexandria. Yeah. Okay. All right. And the Digital Ag Conference is at the State Evac Center in, in Alexandria. It's there on Dean Lee Station where LSUA is. And that is January the 17th. Uh, we'll start about registration, I think, at 8.30 in the morning. Uh, we've got a bunch of different speakers. Uh, we've got some companies that are going to talk about some of their stuff. But we've also got, uh, we've got a producer. We've, we've got a drone panel. It's got uh, Randy Price, our ag engineer works with drones. We've got a um, producer who uses drones on his own farm. And we've also got a commercial drone applicator who's using them to actually spray. So, and we're also, the, the goal of this one, and I don't, the title of it is Practical Applications of Precision Ag. I think that's the title. But what we're looking for is how you can, we want you, the producer, to come and be able to take something home you can use on your farm the next day. Like, what questions do I ask? I've got all this data. I've got reams of data, 
the refrigerator is covered up with pretty maps. How do I make sense of the maps? What uh, what questions do I want to know to ask? You know what 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 do I need to ask? Why you know why is that red spot out in the field? You know why does it show up? Does it show up every year? Or, is it, or was this a lightning strike that just came this year? I mean, there's so many things that producers get overwhelmed real easy. You know, uh, I looked at I've looked at some where the uh, this been over the years, but where they the water fur was in the wrong place, and every time they watered, you know, they had a low yielding area, and they kept going back four years. And they kept and the, some people were telling me, "Oh, you need more fertilizer. You need more fertilizer." Well, it was it was in January when they when I looked at it. I looked at five years worth of stuff. So I walked out in the field. And I was standing in water. I could see the water fur. It was on high ground. So, you know, I mean, so it's what questions do I want to ask? Why? You know, and I know producers know their own farms and all that. That was kind of a funny thing, but it was it was how it did happen. And things, you know, little things happen. You want to know why, and you can't always. You can't make the lowest part of the field yield what the highest yielding part of the field is. Right. Sometimes it's about economics. And so, I mean, it's just yield potential of what's there. And I think it's going to be a really good one. But we're, the whole goal of it was for you to come and be able to take something home with you and use. Well, the only thing that left on the calendar is you, Dennis, with your your overachieving self already got your uh, pesticide meeting approved. Yeah. <laughs> I got to give you credit, you know. <laughs> January 22nd, we'll be here at the Northeast Research Station, 9 to 11. Uh, and I got a big crowd this year. I think I got 18. So we're we got room. So, uh, you know. Uh, so if you're well, ready to get so, yours out and knocked out, go see Dennis there in St. Joe. Yeah, we'll be, I, we'll I've be got talking a, about it. I've got a broad, a broad date range. I think me and Kylie usually overlap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I can I can tell folks from Morehouse and, and West Carroll Parish that listen in. Um, going to be that first week of February. OK, guys, so I'll be sending some letters out, you know, usually after Thanksgiving. I'm not quite that overachieving. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes after Thanksgiving, before Christmas, I'll I'll, I'll get a date set. But um, but do check for all of our Louisiana folks um, that listen in. Uh, check your card, see if you're mm -hmm. you're um, um you're up for renewal. It'll be the expiration date March thirty first, twenty twenty four is is the expiration date we'll, that we're renewing for this year. Um, mm -hmm. Good. Let me say something, Bruce. Make sure I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna say this. Make sure because it happens every year. If you did not go to a meeting in your home parish, say you went, you couldn't go to the home parish. You went to went to. Well, sometimes my guys go to Madison. Make sure that you don't get missed. Check right. your card mm -hmm. because sometimes we get we get those that go out of the parish, but sometimes you get lost in the crowds. Right. And uh, you know. Check your cards. A lot of the um, chemical suppliers, you know, when you give them a copy of your card, um, when you renew, they put on. I know some of my my, my guys up here in Morehouse and 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 West Carroll, and even in East Carroll, will they'll send out reminders too to to mm -hmm. producers to say, hey, you know, you're 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 up for renewal this year. Um, yeah. The 
and if, for folks who who are needing in Louisiana who are needing a pesticide card, a private applicator card, the the process has changed. They they've actually added uh, a, a not gonna say added a step, but added another option. You know, it's it's been uh, in the past. You take a test. You 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 sign up, go to LDAS regional office, and take a test. Um, they've added an option now where through the Ag Center. Um, you still sign up for the test, um, but you go to an Ag Center site and you take you take you watch watch the videos and take the test during the videos. Um, to kind of a new procedure, uh, you know, the last couple of years it's been kind of different. I think we're finally getting down to uh, getting some some new procedures in place to getting folks certified for private applicator cards. Commercial cards are still. Um, testing, core manual, core, core guide, and then the, the specialty area. Um, that that hasn't changed much. So, um, if you have questions about that, give you give your county agent, your local county agent, or one of us a, a shout. Um, be glad to try to help you. You know, figure out what, what you need to do. Sometimes it makes us we even us we have to stop and say let me make a phone call because yeah. I get questions sometimes. That's like don't know. That's well, the they're changing course. it so often it's hard right. to. If we don't get an email really quick about it, then we don't know. So yeah, and that's the regulatory yeah. side. So that's that's all on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, on on a different note, a, a lighter note, Dennis, you mentioned um, drones. I had a video show up on I don't remember what social media platform it was. I, excuse me. The guy had started a deer recovery business. Yes, I've seen that. He's using Weather. a sinking camera. He's, he's sinking, sinking camera or something. Well, this was, he was using a drone to, mm -hmm. to lift the deer out. Oh, oh I goodness. didn't see that part. Yeah, he was using one of the big, the big spray drones. It looked like one of the big spray drones without the tanks or anything on it. So it had, it had the lift capacity. And it had the big heavy rope hanging off of it. And the guy would fly the drone in, drop the rope down. You tie the deer off and he picks it up and flies it out. Yeah, well, I and didn't I, see that one. Yeah, that, that, one, that one showed up this past week. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I don't remember what platform it was on. Um, but I was like, wow. Uh, That's I, a big I wonder, I, I wonder what part of the FFA <laughs> drone license does that fall under? Well, he uh, might just be using it to load it in the back of the Ranger. So, man. Well, yeah, you I, mean, know, I don't really know. But that's, <laughs> but oh, was that, that's what, a big oh, drone. That, that's a big drone. That is a, I mean, when he, when he hooks on, I mean, he was, he videoed lifting the deer. Um, I mean, when he hooks on, you hear, the, you hear the pitch definitely change. Now, I don't know if the guy was doing it as a joke or if he was doing it seriously, but I was like, well, there is a, there is a guy, and I hadn't seen him, I just heard of it, and he's using a heat-seeking camera, and he's, yep. instead of using the tracking dog, he he flies around and and looks for heat heat signatures, you know? Yeah, there's something, there's something with that guy, that if he does that technology, you can't recover the deer. There's something about well, once, once, and I, don't, I, and I don't know what state, I, I saw, I, I've seen that guy, and there was something about he makes the comment. He said, "Well, once I find the deer, you can't go get it because it's using electronic means to locate it." I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not familiar enough with 
with wildlife fisheries law or what state it was in or anything. So don't, you know, don't be calling me saying, oh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, but it I this was. Well, I didn't understand because if, if it's using heat seeking stuff, you fly over the woods and all of a sudden you see, what if there's five more deer? <laughs> you know, and that, may, yeah. <laughs> that may be where it gets touchy. You're using, you know, you're, you're locating other deer other than what you're yeah. at. I don't, I don't know. Um, but they use fish finders, so why not? Uh, hey, hey, don't, live scope is, 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 uh, hold on now. <laughs> I, of course, I, I work for, I work for, you know, the university. I don't have live scope on the front of my boat. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. Well, all right, y'all, I got to go. It's the sun shining. We're trying to catch up planting, so before it rains tonight. Yeah. Well, guys, we appreciate y'all listening in, and um, y'all, if this will be our last one before Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and um, have fun celebrating that, and uh, we'll catch you next time. All right, thank y'all. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSUAgCenter.com website or contact your local extension office.